Welcome to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is one of the uh, grappling uh, ladies of unlimited wrestling, Sean. That's me. <laughs> Listen, yep. I'm under investigation for whether I actually qualify <laughs> for the Women's Wrestling League. <laughs> but for the moment, but, I do hold the heavyweight champion belt, and no one will take that away from me, until and unless the Wrestling Federation very much do take it away from me for, again, my not qualifying at all to belong in that. Personally, I don't think the power broker cares. Oh, good. But, yeah, so, but today we're going to be talking about Letha. Le- okay, did you say Lisa with a lisp? Letha, Letha, as in as lethal, in but lethal, without the second L. Okay, with it without the Just L. Just wanted yeah. to make sure we were Which, on the same page. So, what do you what do you know anything about Letha? Uh I know that the Leith is the river of forgetfulness in the Greek underworld, but that's probably not what we're talking about. I'm going to, if I had to guess, I would imagine that she has fought a uh, missed thing at some point. Probably, you know, like we'll you know what I'm talking about with missed thing, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I okay. know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, she is... Okay, will the camera come up? No, probably won't. Okay, so I'm just going to send you uh, the link to what she looks like. It's pretty much the same outfit. Okay. Um, but think... She looks a lot like Valkyrie if you just, like, sexed up her outfit a little bit. Yeah, that's... I can... Confirm like, that that's the arm bandages are a good touch. It, it uh, looks that's tough. A, uh, that's just kind of a thing th- people do. Um, I noticed uh, I, it happens in sports. It happens in Naruto. Yep. Um, I think it's just a thing people do, including people in Naruto, which are real. Yeah, that's um, cool, though, is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, it looks cool. So. Um, but she looks a lot like Valkyrie. Like if I was if if I was like glancing, I'd be like, it looks like if they <clears throat> made a sexy '90s version of uh, yeah, just of Valkyrie's like Valkyrie. outfit. Yeah, and what we mean by the that big- is a tall, tall Nordic woman with yep. with a uh, cone cone boom armor, big metal and, boom uh, plates, long- <laughs> and and long blonde hair. Sure, it would be very difficult to stab her in the nipple, and embarrassingly easy to stab her in the heart. Yeah, because it would just glance off and then go yeah. straight to her sternum. I, you know, I've talked but, about this on Pitch Me Something before, but um, when you make a breastplate that has separate boob caps, what you've done is created a funnel that goes straight to the heart. And that's not that's not saving any lives. No, no, it's not. It's not at all. Also, to, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, okay. uh, but her real name is Helen... Feliciano. 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 <laughs> actually, it's Feliciano. It's actually Feliciano. Okay. Um, I was. Yeah. So her occupation is professional wrestler, professional criminal, and agent of Roxon Oil. Ooh. I was, you yeah. know, I was a big fan of this character right up until you said Roxon. I don't know. She just looks fun for some reason. No, she's fun. She's around. Oh, whoops. Up. Never mind. Blah, 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 blah. Cut that, <laughs> what I just said. Um, I already, listen, later in this episode, you can cut what I'm about to say too if you want. Later in the episode, you're going to ask me if she's still alive. And the image that you sent me was clearly drawn sometime in the 20 teens. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to yes. go with a yes on that one. 
Yeah, so um, or she's been brought she's back. Citi- so she's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Mm-hmm. What? Um, she ali- said she was a career criminal. Yeah, you can be a professional criminal and not get caught. Okay. Sure, she's yeah. just better at it Although, than I expected. Uh, her bur- um, she has no other alias. Um, she is also Sean single. Um, uh, she is part. Uh, <laughs> she has no known relatives. Uh-huh. She is part of the Grapplers and an agent of Roxxon Oil. I will um, tell you what, first out of all the characters who you've told me are single, though, on this show, Letha looks like the most fun. She no, she does look like very fun. Uh, like also, I uh, I'm not going to get into a lot of stuff, but I don't know. Seems like it'd be enjoyable to go stuff. on a date with her. I mean, I don't know if we'd have a whole lot in common with her being an actual criminal, but yeah. So she so she first showed up in, well, sorry, her place of so her place of uh, her place of birth is unrevealed. Her place of death is the bar with no name, Medina County, Ohio. Oh, got another uh, victim of that scourge, fella. Oh, but we don't know that yet. We need to read until the end. She could have tripped. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know what? We just learned a valuable lesson last week. Or whatever. Hang on. Last episode. I don't know what your schedule is. Three a week, right? Anyway, we learned a valuable lesson about um, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, she first showed up in Marvel 2-in-1 issue number 50, uh, came out in August 1979, and uh, is called Blood and Bionics. And uh, this is when Marvel 2-in-1 was basically, well, still, but always was this. It was The Thing and someone else. Yeah, and she um, does not appear this, on the cover because this one has The Thing and Deathlock. Sorry, I yeah, didn't the thing mean to steal your thunder. Oh, no, no, it's understandable. <laughs> So so uh so this is a very busy cover and I don't have a lot of Oh she does appear on the cover. Yeah. Oh no 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 she does. Yeah she does. She's um, just sort of so in a background way- panel rendered in green. <clears throat> yeah, and it makes it very confusing. I think it, I think you're supposed to see it through like Deathlock's eyes. Oh, okay. Which are clearly think- red, so I don't know why anything would look green through them, but <laughs> Yeah. But but it has the thing with like that signature laser burn, uh, laser burn smoke. Yep, coming from a, one of his arms. He's kind of down. Yeah, he's just like, "Ow, this hurts." And Deathlock's <laughs> just like, "Hey, I shot you with this gun, and now I'm standing over you." It's a and pretty clear um, comic cover that's supposed to make you worry that the main character dies. Yeah. Even though there was uh, 99 epi- issues of this. Sure. And by the way, you know what really annoys me? There was 99 issues. You know what they could have done? They could have done a 100 filler? issue, like, final blowout? Yep. They could have done a filler episode <laughs> issue if they wanted to. Uh, to make it 100. It makes me very upset that they decided to end on a 9. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you have in the background uh, the saga of Project Pegasus, where you see... Marvel Boy, I want to say. Marvel Boy. I, I genuinely have those. no clue who that is. Uh, I I have an idea. It could be any Marvel of Boy and Quasar look the same. They just he looks completely generic. Yeah. Um. And on one side, where like obviously, I guess it's the thing is walking in, and then you have a gangster looking guy who is either really big or superimposed. Sure. Uh. uh is it possible that's the power broker? Match. No, the power broker looks oh, okay. different. 
I've never seen the fireball. Um, he's purple skin as well. He's very gaunt purple skin. He's purple skin. With a white suit. Yeah. Okie doke. Yep. Uh, so, <clears throat> I like to think it's like a what I originally thought uh, General Stoke was going to be, uh, which was a really big person. Because oh, that's just, all I wanted. Just sort of a kaiju of a man. I just wanted to be a really big person. And it yeah. turns out he was a chump. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, we don't have time to talk about all of the myriad ways in which <laughs> Disney Star Wars is disappointing. I mean, I liked Return of the Jedi for the most part, but the biggest disappointment was Stoke not being a very big boy. Sure. Uh, that that was my biggest disappointment. I wouldn't describe that as my biggest disappointment, but I don't want to hijack this podcast, so let's... Uh... She, so her final appearance is in Captain America uh, 319. Much like a lot of other people's final appearances, but we don't know if that if the same thing happened to her, right? No, we don't, definitely. Because we're not at the end of this episode yet. They mostly just want to make Scourge of the Underworld look like a big deal, but yeah. they don't want to kill off anyone major. So they got people who were not beloved, per se, but people definitely remember stories about. Sure, um, okay. That makes a little more yeah. sense. Yeah. It's it's like when you it's like when you kill off like a Batroc the Leaper or something like that. It's just like not which nowadays you'd be able to do. I think in the eighties not because he was a bigger. He deal was a big 80s. deal. I didn't know Batroc yeah. the Leaper was ever a big deal. Then yeah, again, yeah. Ray Gargoyle used to be a big deal. So, <laughs> yep. So, uh, Hel- so Helen uh, Felicino. 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 Okay. <laughs> Yeah, when, I don't when know I can't why it's be okay racist. to make fun of Italian accents. It's not okay to make fun of anybody else's accent. Oh no, no, it's okay to make fun of Irish people's accents. That's as well. true. No, as no, an really, Irishman, if you think I about. <laughs> so, but, um, uh, but yeah, uh, my joke I was gonna say was as soon as I can't make fun of Italians, that's PC gone mad. <laughs> uh, she was a protege of uh, Antifreeze, um, or Anne uh, Fraley. Uh, the leader of the female wrestlers. Is it is that spelled anti a u n t? No, no, no. Anti as in like anti anti m. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the right one. Okay, good. Otherwise, it'd be a terribly missed opportunity for a pun. Yeah. So they didn't mention this, but she was part of the grapplers, which was all like super super strength and super endurance women who fought in the unlimited rate class. Well, that's pretty empowering. Um, yeah, they're all villains as well. Well, you know, which takes the power away by quite a bit. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> I never really got like using criminals as empowering characters, but it's been no, done. You no, know, most most of the time, whenever like back back in earlier when it was done a little bit less uh, carefully, of uh, what they would do is they would make a would make a woman character very powerful, but then uh-huh. she was evil because sure. because of. Because obviously a woman can't have all that power without being bad in some way. Oh, okay, which explains why people started using them as role models, because they didn't have a whole lot of, like, very powerful, good woman characters to look up to. That makes which some is sense. Also why, which, is, which is also why we have a strong, badass woman TM complaint thing, where it's just a woman that's really, that's really strong at punching this people. This kicks a lot of and ass, not- and that's all. Yeah, it's the whole character. Yeah, which is not bad. Don't get me wrong; it's not always bad, but sometimes it can't be. Take it's, that as it shouldn't actual. be your entire characterization. That would be a bad male yeah. character too. Well, there's 
Ooh, a lot of bad male characters. Oh, absolutely. That just does that. Anyway. But but after Fraley or Antifreeze retired from professional wrestling, become a trainer. Um, Felicio trained by Fraley and wrestled under the alias Letha. Uh, she teamed up with other three other female wrestlers that Fraley trained. Diva DeVito, which aka Titan uh, Titania. Oh no, Titania. Who we did talk about. Yeah. Um, Ma- uh, M- Marine, a pouncy, aka pound cakes, That's and Mimi Swartz, alias Scree- Screaming Mimi, Scree- Mimi? Yeah. also, aka Songbird. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I like Songbird. It, it, uh, yeah, it's did become the grappling, uh, the team wrestling team known as the original grapplers. The original grapplers became renowned for their colorful personalities and green side antics, despite Antifreeze's tireless promotion of her four protégés. The wrestling federation denied them the opportunity to make the most amount of uh, make the amount of money that their male counterparts made. Uh, Titania. Wow, wait, they did so, a pay gap story in the like eighties. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so uh, that part of their thing why they became criminals is because they weren't being paid the same. Well, that's something they need. Yeah, um, which adds a little bit. I think I think that um, that the grapplers have like a lot of like stuff behind them, like actual like substance behind them. Yeah. So we'll get into a little bit, a little bit more later. Uh, t- uh Titania. Or Titan- Titania. I can never say that. It's Titania. Titania. Yes, Titania. Yeah, Titania. Um, the clear. leader of the team uh, was contracted by Representative Roxxon Oil Company in charge of covert operations, whose identity was not yet revealed. Don't do it. But happened. But happened to be a wrestling fan. Don't do it. The representative offered uh, the four the opportunity to earn supplementary income. By performing covert operations for the uh, corporation. The four agreed, and they were given special paraphernalia to assist them in their mission. Letha was given a special leather belt and straps with various weaponry stitched into them. And the uh, the four uh, were sent to accompany the warrior woman, or the, sorry, the, or Thundra, who I love. I love Thundra. Oh, so this much. whole time I was picturing Thundra instead of Titania. Yeah. I mean, they're both very similar. Just one comes from a land of matriarchy and is super horny for the thing. Um, that, so that's that's the difference. Uh, um, oh, no. I was right. Titania is who I thought she was. I googled them. Thundra's kind of a Wonder Woman pasty. I would think that less of a Wonder Woman pastiche and more of just like an Amazon pastiche. Sure, just in general. She doesn't have a. In general, yeah. She's supposed to be from like a matriarchy uh, that was invaded by a bunch of patriarchal people from an alternative universe of hers. We just. We don't even. Yeah. We, we'd be yeah. here all week. No, no, <laughs> if we dug uh, into that. Trust me. <laughs> it was. She was part of the Femazons. Nope. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, let me just say, Stanley tried so hard, and I think I think he hit like half of the point. Well, half of the point. I mean, that's more than some have. Well, I, well, I mean, I, I don't. We can't get into this too much. 
but like but like marvel did like legitimately did a lot of good with trying to actually bring in minority and women oh yeah absolutely no they did a great job with it um now did they is they are they great by today's standards no sometimes not (laughs) but (laughs) i mean unequivocally no in a lot of cases but they did stuff yeah so she had a bunch of weapons stitched in uh to her belt and uh thundra uh they went with Thundra to invade Prog- Prog- Project Pegasus, which is a federally, uh, which is a federal government energy research uh, project. Roxxon wanted uh, a monopoly on the major research uh, into tapping into new energy sources. Thus, the following orders. Thus, the following orders from Roxxon. Once the four grapplers was inside the project, they would begin sabotaging and destroying equipment there. However, the mission failed, and Letha was defeated by the Project Security Chief Quasar. Oh, it is Quasar. Even though Marvel Boy looks almost the exact same. Um, it's not the Marvel Boy from the from the Young Avengers either. Isn't Quasar like a space like a space guy? I don't want to get into Quas. I don't want to get into him. Right. I have a whole episode on him, but he does have a Wisconsin accent. So, right. think that whenever you hear him talk, that's not what I expected at all. Well, hi there. I'm uh, Quasar. I basically got the same powers as your Green Lantern types. No, that's that was almost pirate accent. I don't know what I was going yeah. for there. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Letha was defeated by Quasar, and the four grapplers were tried and jailed for their misdeeds. The four grapplers were sent to prison on Rikers Island, and eventually they became leaders of the other women prisoners, and virtually ran the women prisoners' area at night. However, they were overpowered in battle by Dazzler, uh, when she was really? like imprisoned there for a night. They were she was imprisoned there for a they night. They were overpowered. By Dazzler. Okay, first off, Dazzler is great and very powerful. She runs off of noise, so... You know, like, if there's a lot of noise, she's like, she gets more powerful. I mean, you could use a scream of your enemies to also shoot them to make them scream more. (laughs) I mean, that's basically what she does. When the grapplers were finally uh, uh, paroled, they discovered that the women's wrestling movement had lost its momentum without them. Uh, which is similar to what happened with, which is actually something that happened in the eighties. Uh, the show Glow is based off of a short-lived, yeah, <laughs> it's based off of a short-lived. WWE lost their biggest, strongest powered women. <laughs> well, well, no, no, oh, okay. it, it's a parallel. It's a parallel. Uh, yeah, but they had, but they're, uh, but uh, WWE, uh, well, v- Vince McMahon tried to make Glow, which was like the glorious women of wrestling. Oh yeah, I've, which I've seen the Netflix the series show. about that. Yeah, um, and they tried to do that. It's kind of based off of that per se. Like it's not the events aren't true, right? But the overall um, premise. But it was the overall premise was true, and um, you know, it kind of just died out. Uh, and now there's a pretty good uh women wrestling. Uh, going on. Um, I think WWE needs to be a little bit better about doing intergender wrestling, because like Lucha does a lot of intergender wrestling, and it's really, really good. I don't follow a lot of blood uh, sports, so I'll take your, your word for it. 
It's not Bloodsport. It's all fake. I know. I was joking. Um, I do love <laughs> but, Lucha. But whatever. I, and I think that wrestling professional also, wrestling moves get inherently funnier the further removed they are from a professional wrestling context. Okay, so, so, uh, I did listen to, I think, the last episode before, the one that oh, I... Oh, you did? Yeah, you heard the Lucha on. pitch. And, okay, first off, yes, Lucha Underground is kind of trash, but also, it's very good. <laughs> That's pretty much it's what very said. Good. I I disagree with most of the premise that he said. He made it, he made it sound mostly trash when it is 50% trash. <laughs> he also said that he loved it. It is so good. I love it so. One thing he did mention is that there's a guy that comes in, like he always comes in as like middle of the battle. Uh, <laughs> but he's called, uh, he's called like, he's called like the machine. That's and, a like, really and, cool premise. And, and and the thing is, it's real fun because when he comes out, like, like he he's like, first off, he's big. Like he definitely takes steroids, uh, but he's like super big and wears like the wrestling singlet and like it barely fits him. So. This um, guy's this guy's whole shtick is raising the stakes halfway through, huh? Pretty much. I love that. But uh, but but he but every but the first off they call it the Wolverine, and he was right. By the way, the the announcers kind of take down Lucha Underground <laughs> a little bit. If they just had better announcers, they would be perfect. Gotcha. Um, they try their best to not be like homophobic and like <laughs> and like like against women everything they just don't know how they're to. not very good at it i see they're not okay, good well, at it i'm just like it's nice Come that on, they're Jibler. trying they're trying but they call him the swolverine because he has kind of like the wolverine haircut with the <laughs> chops and everything and uh and i love that part because he always he just kind of comes out and it's just like and they make like this industrial like sound all of a sudden and it just looks up it's just like it's the machine and then it goes through like his industrial like uh industrial electronica i have Thing. Got to start Only watching this Lucha show. It is so good, and and it's not set. It doesn't have in the in the setting is more like a telenovela type. Jesse, thing. my whole life I have loved Lucha from afar without ever really directly engaging with it. I think it's time, dude. Find it. It's not on Netflix anymore, which sucks. Oh man. Uh, but um, but it was so fun and mostly not trash. And also, there were some very problematic parts. But I'm gonna just blame that on wrestling. Yep. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Yeah, so the wrestling movement kind of lost momentum without them, so they did some crimes to you know support themselves. At one point, they made an unsuccessful uh, attempt of revenge against the thing who helped thwart them in the mission at the Project Pegasus. Is it even really a crime if you're hungry when you do it? I don't know. That's why I never eat breakfast. Yeah, exactly. It's not a crime. Um, after at that point, technically, it's it's uh, morally wrong for them to arrest you for it because you're just <laughs> doing it because you need food. Uh, the uh, the grapplers were never caught and imprisoned during this time. Uh, Antifreeze were then scouted out like a bunch of new candidates for the wrestling stardom, finding several promising ones. And when professional wrestling promoter Ed- Edward Gardner uh, organized in limited weight class uh, wrestling federation and it, and, uh, for, for basically increasing the number of wrestlers who are barred from other wrestling associations because they have like super strength. Yeah. Uh, Antifreeze contract contacted him to arrange uh, the formation of a women's division. 
and Antifreeze, like a lot of the other like managers and trainers of male wrestlers, were contracted by the Power Broker Inc., which basically gave all of them powers through artificial means. Uh, mostly super. Oh, that's shows. why the Power Broker. So Letha gains supreme strength, and Letha and the three others original grapplers now turn uh, returned and was managed by Antifreeze. The four original uh, members and Fraley's new female wrestlers were now all collectively known as the Grapplers, which were legitimate wrestlers in the UCWF. Um, shortly after, uh, for a bout of leadership, the Grapplers, uh, to about for a bout of leadership to the Grapplers newcomer Battle Axe Titan, uh, Titania 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 Titan Titania. I can never say it right. Well, okay, it if it's the up. Fairy Queen, it's Queen Titania. If it's Titania. if she's supposed to be Titanium, Titania. then it's Titania. Titania. Yeah, she was slayed by uh, a the enigmatic villain named Scourge, who was disguised as a woman wrestler named Golden Girl. I kind of want to see that. Um, <laughs> Letha wanted to do something to avenge her friends. <laughs> Don't uh, Google Golden Titanias. Girl. Titania. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, I googled it, don't uh, Google it. <laughs> so, so she wanted to take revenge for her friend's death, and at the bar with no name in Medina County, one of the drinking establishments that served clientele of costume criminals, uh, Letha made contact with Gary Gilbert, who was once Firebrand, um, and she organized, and Gilbert was organizing a meeting of criminals to discuss strategies with dealing with the Scourge, who had killed like a lot of criminals at that time. Letha attended the meeting, but despite Gerbert's uh, uh, security precautions, Scourge himself showed up disguised as bartender and killed Letha, Gilbert, and all the other patri- uh, all the other uh, criminals present by shooting them with exploding bullets. Yikes. It's, it's not known whether or not there was more than one Scourge. The Scourge who killed uh, Titania uh, might be or may, may or may not be the one who murdered Letha. It's not really known. Uh, if It's not even known whether the Scourge who killed Titania was truly a man or a woman in disguise. She has super strength. Did we... We did eventually find out about Scourge, though, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I talked about right. it. Just making sure. And it was an extremely bad uh, entry, because it was just like... It talked about a completely different person called the Enforcer for most of it. Oh. And then it was just like, and then it had Captain America taking the Scourge in, but then another Scourge popped up and shot him and said justice is served and then left. You know what? Similarly, so, actually, in this one, I don't think I learned that much about Letha. No. I learned, I learned a lot about the like wrestling federation she was a part of. I learned a little bit about uh, the leaders and, and the, like, what, the grapplers themselves, but Letha herself has no personality, as far as I'm concerned, from that entry. You get a little bit more when you read the Marvel Toon ones that she's in. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she's fairly... They do that a lot with women characters in this book. That sucks. That I've noticed. Oh, I remember that uh, happening with Guardian, too. It was, it was just, like, on and on and on about, about her husband. Other char- <laughs> well, it's just about other characters. Sometimes it's because they legitimately didn't have as much story. But a lot of times, 
Uh, I don't know. Inexcusable. Uh, but yeah, she's five ten, weighs one forty five, blue eyes, blonde hair. Gotcha. She has super strength. She can lift about ten tons. Oh no, two tons. Sorry, two tons. Um, and she does like a lot of acrobatic stuff. That's it. Yep. Oh, a little bit of what a fizzler. This one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about Letha? It looks like it looks like some of her more recent comics are fun. Just based oh yeah, on, yeah, they're really based fun. on the don't uh, wait, wait, first, 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 yeah. first. I have a question for you. <laughs> are they still dead? Is she still dead? I'm looking like you. You linked me her comic vibe page earlier in this episode, so this feels like cheating. But yeah, I can see a whole bunch of recent images for, of her from comics where she's very clearly alive. Yeah, so uh, a lot like a uh, a lot of the other scourge victims that are now alive, she was brought back by the hood. Uh okay, that fits. Um, and so. Uh, so they could kill the Punisher, basically. Yeah. Um, now some of them stayed alive, some of them didn't. There's um, a bunch of images here of her with the hood. Yeah. Uh, and later, later, uh, she was part of the sh- the Shadow Council's newly formed Masters of Evil. Yeah, I can see that too. And uh, in Bag Bagalia. Which was this is very recent. Um, it was the not the current uh, Punisher run, but the previous one where he was fighting. Uh, where he was fighting a Baron, uh, a Baron Zemo, who had the Serpent Crown, gotcha. and stuff. Um, and she also showed up in uh, a really good book. It's the Unstoppable Wasp. I would suggest reading it. Um, she showed up with. Uh, in that comic as well. Not as an evil person, but kind of as a girl power moment type thing. Where they had to fight a bunch of villains. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. So, yep, that's her. Um, I'm going to just uh, veto uh, plugs right okay. now because we because you gotta need to That's leave. fair. Thank yeah. you for that, Jesse. <clears throat> okay, well, well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is Served. <laughs>